Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. To me personally, it is an evil act. I stress in capital letters. They always think due to human rights, they are using this advantage to just take things for granted and stuff because they don't know better than God what the bill is bringing on board. And I really support it 100% for that. It's been trending all day when the bill drafted by a few members of parliament with support from societal groups hit the headlines. Tonight on Ghana Connect, a simple question, to pass or not to pass? Ghanaians home and abroad are connecting with Parliament set to debate the issue and consult broadly on it. Remember that bill? In its very basic sense, will criminalize gay and lesbian activities in Ghana. So should Parliament pass that bill or should it reject it? We connect after the break. Business, So the projections from the first quarter show a higher total gross profit for the fiscal year. Nana, who's not land you? He did a port right here. Here are your items. Thank you for coming. Yes, two for ten Two for ten city. We and for business MCN Business makes you enable your business stay ahead of the park. MCNbusiness.gh at MCN.com. Everywhere you go. We are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom, and my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osuakwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUSD Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627092. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. 
it's important to create a productive and supportive working environment by investing in your employees' health. With a leading international track record, Apex Health Insurance is regulated and licensed by the National Health Insurance Authority to provide medical insurance services to institutional clients, families, and individuals. Apex Student Package and International Medical Solutions are all here to cushion you. Visit Apex Health Insurance Office at Zion House, Boundary Road, Shiashi, or call 0501-683-914 or 0232-000-015. In Kumasi, we are located opposite Prempe College, Sofoline, and in Takradi, Apex Health, your preferred health insurer. Alliance Insurance since 1890. At Alliance Life Ghana, we have a wide range of life insurance packages to suit all pockets from individuals, groups, associations, and businesses. We cover your employees, your funerals, pensions, children's education, and your future. Call us on 0302-267-892 or visit our website www.alliance-gh.com for more inquiries. Alliance Life, we secure your future. And you're live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Ghana Connect. My name is Evans Mensah. In the last um, few hours, in fact, since morning, this has set Twitter ablaze. Social media uh, is a gawk with commentary and it's trending. The conversation is front and center only because a private member's bill, supported by many societal groups, hit the headlines and is in Parliament now set to be considered. These are your thoughts on the streets. You know, we are African, and wherever you are, you have to buy by the culture of the people. And as African, we don't believe in what? In the foreign culture. If the foreigners want to be go by that, that's fine with them. But Africa, I think it would be very bad for somebody to engage in such a They are representing us in the heart, in parliament. So what the mass agree on, that's what they should go by it. So what the masses are saying, I think that's the right thing we should do. Uh, with the new bill that will be being passed, I think it's in the right direction. Because looking at the purpose for this bill, it will ensure that such practice is condoned. And not only that, offenders are also punished for that act. To me personally, it is an evil act. Unreservedly, it is an evil act. I stress in capital letters. So with the new law which is being, when it is passed... And I pray that it is passed as early as possible to when that act is being passed. All Ghanaians will support it and ensure that its implementation is done to the fullest. It's, it's something that I really, really support it because this gay and lesbianism issue, it's really, really bringing problems in Ghana because they always think due to human rights, they are using this advantage to just take things for granted and start because they don't know better than God. God created man and he gave woman to it us and they should have fun due to what 
how and what they want to do. So you can't tell God you know better than God because you have to take your mere female or male to just have fun with. I think I don't support that. So I believe what the bill is bringing on board, and I really support it 100% for that. So that last um, voice there supports it, but many do not. And in fact, if you check the Twitter trends, you would find that there is divided uh, opinion on this right down the middle. So should Parliament go ahead and pass this bill or not? Well, I have a few of you connecting uh, with us uh, on this very subject and uh, many of you out there also joining us already uh, on our many social media platforms here on Ghana Connect. Remember to to, to, to hit me up on Twitter, hashtag Nuete. Uh, sorry, hashtag is Ghana Connect, but uh, my, my handle is at Nuete and I have Ivy. Uh, Ivy is, uh, is in the USA, connecting uh, with us from the USA. Uh, and uh, I'm delighted to hear his, her thoughts on this uh, very important matter. A Ghanaian with, of course, an international perspective to this uh, and joins us via, via Zoom. Uh, hello, Ivy. Hi. Hi, Noti. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, Ivy. Great to have you. And uh, I have Boama. Uh, Boama is uh, is a convener. There's a group called uh, Journalists uh, Against LGBT. I'm, I'm quite curious to hear his thoughts on this. Uh, hello, Boama. Uh, we'll join us. We'll connect very shortly. Uh, we'll have Abdul Karim uh, Ibrahim. He's also a journalist. Uh, we'll connect uh, with us uh, also. And one of the sponsors of the bill is Hassan Suhini. Uh, he's also connecting uh, with us uh, on on Ghana Connect. But tonight, I want to start with with what you've been saying. On, on social media on this because as I, as I said already um, so many of you, so many of you have been commenting on this uh, very important subject and so I want to hear first what the merit views are on social media Yes, Mano. Yes, Evans. Social media has been afloat with a lot, a lot of comment on this particular issue. For instance, at Abdeze Enoch says, the issue is bigger. Now, common healthcare issue is bigger than the MPs. They should put their hand where it best fits. The LGBTQ is even a bigger matter for them uh, than they imagine. They are showing 2017 reports. People are suffering now, and you're referring me to 2017 reports. Uh, this one says that um, where is it written that when you comment LGBTQ+, you've committed a crime. Okay, well, that's... When uh, you <laughs> advocate mm-hmm. for it, that's when you commit a crime. Is it lack of comprehension or what? This is in response to um, specific portions of uh, the build up. Mm. Uh, Lloyd. Apal. Okay. Lloyd says, uh, while it may be well-intentioned, let's not critique the anti-LGBTQ bill by arguing that there are more important national issues to focus on. Let's do so because it's simply vile and evil. There's no level of national development after which it's okay to bring up such a bill. Uh, this one at uh, Museman says, mm. how about MPs mm. not being allowed to visit any countries that have pro-LGBTQ LGBT. laws, no, no aid and grants from those countries no sports events. Well, I'll put that to Asun mm-hmm. Suhini very shortly because, of course, he's one of the sponsors of the bill. There's more. Ray says that after reading through the bill, I realized it was written out of emotion, pure hatred and ignorance. We will continue 
to uh, will we continue to be begging or borrowing from the countries that accept lgbt q plus rights and he adds uh, shaking my head what this one says that um imagine what ghana would be like if our mps brought us much thought and passion to eradicating poverty and corruption uh, like they are doing with the lgbt so there's a lot of you who are creating the binary between um why is this a priority mm. um when there is poverty and there's hardship why are you talking about lgbt why are you devoting time and effort to this now members of parliament uh they, they'll, they'll, they'll come and answer this question very shortly uh, i also have your idalo uh meliodas uh, on twitter it says uh, like i am as straight as straight comes but i've got to know so many members of the lgbtq community and i hate that it's all reduced to sex some of them are the best human beings i know by mm-hmm. mile mm-hmm. this bill is bs uh, he says. And then, of course, <laughs> there are those who are making a lot of uh, fun with this. Forget some George and LGBTQ breaking news o'clock. A message from the new special prosecutor himself. And then uh, posts a, a cute picture of uh, of, uh, of Fela <laughs> Makafui uh, in there. The handle at Father Anthony says... Even my conservative self disagrees. Speaker Alban Bagwin should focus on expanding Parliament's oversight rules and control the profligate expenses by the executive. Just as discussing legalization of LGBTQ isn't worth our attention and resources, acts of Parliament against him are not. And that's what um, the handle at Father Anthony says. This one uh, from Flint, a who says, very appalling that this bill is based on nothing but stereotype, less critical reasoning, contradicts the meaning of press freedom, arrests people of their natural dispositions, and definitely lackluster. And that's uh, from the handle at Flint Esiedu um, on Twitter. Mm. This one from um, My Cycle says, some people are supposed to be fighting against injustice um, released just one flimsy uh, press release on the whole 21 and carefully did not see um, with their chest that they are allies and pro-LGBTQ plus groups. Okay. Let, let me let me read the final one. I'll bring in my, my guest on this. Uh, uh, Big Joe uh, says, it took a damn long time for the right information bill to be passed for politicians feared uh, it will expose their greed. See the zeal with which they passed the LGBTQ plus bill. It hasn't been passed, hmm. has it? No, it hasn't. No, been. it hasn't. So that's uh, that's uh, a uh, just a uh, just a, a quick one for you. It hasn't been, but definitely it's on. It's something on, on the on the agenda. Uh, can we now ask them to pass an anti-corruption bill as well, <laughs> a bill that's in plain English and not uh, and not vague? Uh, so there's a lot of you who who believe this shouldn't be a priority now. Uh, and uh, there's, there are a lot of questions you're asking of your members of parliament who are, who are, who are pushing this. And everyone's, when we spoke to the people on the fo- uh, on the streets, mm-hmm. some of them mentioned that this is plain evil, mm-hmm. plain wrong, made reference to their religious beliefs and so on and so forth. This uh, tweet from Fruitful Angela says, "Before I comment on the LGBTQ issue, I want to make it clear." I am very much a Christian with the Holy Spirit living in me. So my first reaction to the first sentence of the bill is, "Hey, who determines what is proper?" With a lot of question marks. Let me ask, let me put that to um, uh, my, our connectors who are joining us uh, tonight. And in fact, I'm I'm I'm, I'm told that uh, Sam George uh, is also connecting uh, with us right now. He connects on the phone. Uh, hello, Mr. George. Thank you for connecting on Ghana Connect. Good evening, Ivan. Good evening to you and your listeners. I'm pretty sure, and I know you're very active on social media. I'm pretty sure you've seen 
how this conversation has taken social media by storm. We've been reading a few of the comments. Uh, there, there, there are a few of the comments I've read that, uh, in essence, stress the point that why is this a priority for members of parliament when they say uh, there's poverty, there's hardship, and, and yet this has become a focus. focus. Well, what do you say to those voices? Good evening, Evans, and um, good evening to your viewers. You see, there's a very simplistic way to look at issues. Simplistic ways don't solve the solution. Um, those who are making that argument, tell me how a legislation or a private member's bill will fix poverty. I mean, let's be real and let's be factual. How will a private member's bill fix poverty? Many of the people who make this are educated, this argument are educated people who should read the Constitution and know that a private member's bill cannot stand the scrutiny of Parliament if it imposes costs on the state. So, for me to sponsor a bill, it must be a bill that does not impose even one peswa on the state. That's the 1992 Constitution. So, so those running around and making those comments and saying, why don't you do this bill to fix this, to fix the healthcare system? Any legislation to fix the healthcare system, to fix roads, to fix any other thing that attracts costs to the state cannot be passed as a private member's bill. That our constitution says must come from government. Uh, I don't control government. So the things I can control are issues that will not impose costs on the state. That's, that's the fundamental. So, you see, like I've said in my last tweet, tweet I did, I said, look, let the arguments be intellectual. Let them be factual. Let's put the emotions aside and let's face the facts. So those making those arguments, those arguments are factually weak and do not stand the test because the constitution is clear. A private member's bill cannot attract cost to the mm -hmm. state. Except anyone can show me how you will pass a law that would deal with poverty or deal with hospital uh, medical medical. Uh, um, inefficiencies in our system or, or, or road networks without it imposing a cost on the state, I'll be very willing, very willing to commit my personal resources to passing such a, 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 a private member's bill. Yeah, I I'm mean, hoping to learn. Uh, and, and I'll bring in our other connectors shortly, but I, I want you to, if you don't mind, sum up for me in crisp, clear terms what your central argument is for sponsoring this bill. Okay, this bill is a response to activity and activism of the LGBTQ community. I mean, we're not going to play the ostrich. We've known that people have been around the society for a while. But like I said, this is we're not a moral police. And we we are not going to go into the... I've heard people we are going to the privacy of people's bedrooms. No, that's not what this is seeking to do. This is in response to the LGBTQ community opening an advocacy office, having the temerity to open an advocacy office in Ghana, to advocate for something which the Criminal Offences Act of Ghana, Act 29 of 1960, criminalizes in Section 104. The mere fact that they think that what is a sexual, private sexual preference should become the subject of public advocacy to demand that the rest of schools are in the majority who do not go around flaunting our heterosexuality and imposing our heterosexual preferences on any group of persons. 
why we should be made to conform to what, in my humble opinion, is their perversion, is why we've responded with tightening the legislation that was passed in 1960 to reflect the needs of 2021 and beyond. And so this bill is simply protecting or promoting proper human sexual rights and Ghanaian family values. And I've had one of your tweets that you read, excuse me, saying that, hey, what is that? Go and read the Constitution, the Directive Principles of State Policy, from section Articles 34 to 39. They talk about the proper Ghanaian family values. They talk about proper human sexual rights. Is there your Constitution? Go and read. Um, stay with me, uh, Mr. George. I want to bring in the other connectors. Ivy, Ivy, um, Sam George has a point, right? I don't even know where to start from, but <laughs> from a scholar point of view, um, a media scholar, uh, a journalist, a gender teacher, like all those points of views, I I find it very difficult to see how they are not seeing the interconnectedness of all the um, all the things that um, have been proposed in the bill. So it's not just something that is criminalizing LGBTQ activities. So I heard him say that it's it's in response to the um, the minority and what they are doing and not imposing whatever they are doing on the majority. So for the avoidance of doubt, I'm heterosexual. And so I'm not I'm not um I'm not a homosexual. I don't indulge in gay activities. But I don't see how gay people are imposing whatever they are asking for on us. And this bill sort of infringes of on different different rights, many other rights, including researchers, people who are not even directly linked to it, allies. So I can't even I can't openly say that I support LGBT gay rights, human rights, in quotes. I can't openly do any research on it because it has been criminalized by this bill. So many other connections, people are affected differently. And so I feel that in thinking about this whole thing, we are rather crisscrossing other provisions of the Constitution rather than trying to nip something that we think is bad in the, in the, in the bad. So that there's there's just too much nuance in this conversation that we need to have, just from that simple simplicity that the honourable is trying to make it look like it's not as simple as that. That's my initial comment. And Mr. George, what what do you say to that? That if you read the bill, it's pretty broad, as somebody has described it as uh, as an octopus with all these extensive, far-reaching, in, infinite tank, tentacles. I, I, that, that I, I'm excited everybody. about the point that Ivy has made. Respectfully, Ivy, and Evans, if I have your permission, I want to find out from Ivy if she has personally read the leaked version of the bill. Because what has come out is the leaked, it's been leaked. I, I admit that it is the document we've sent for Gazette. Has she read it herself? Uh, Ivy, please, okay. have you? In response, what I have seen in 36-page documents, which I have read from cover to cover. Fantastic. I'll be great, grateful yes. to you if you show me which portions of the bill infringe on which specific fundamental right that you speak about. Okay, so honorable, let me just open parts of the bill and okay, so there's a part that says cultural sites, visual arts, traditional cultural expressions. I'll be grateful if you just refer to which the, the, it's in sections. Is it section two, section three? 
I I'll I'm be not sure I can I can give you which sections, but I can give some pages. Okay, so, yeah, if I can get the pages. For example, okay, so the one let me mention page twenty nine that says that public show of amorous relations between and among persons of the same sex. I put that in quotes because page 29 says something like that. How do we describe or how do we determine public show of affection? If I'm a female and I hug someone in public or I give someone a peg, does that constitute um, a moral whatever relationship? Page Fantastic, Ivy. I'm I'm grateful you raised this. You are referring to section 10 of the bill, which is the prohibition of gross indecency. Now, let Mm -hmm. us be clear on one thing. Even for heterosexual couples, the Criminal Offences Act of Ghana makes it criminal for gross indecency. So that is why you cannot go and have sex in a public space. That is gross indecency. That is an amorous show, even between a man and a woman. So that's what I'm saying that I'm glad we're having this conversation. It settles all the issues that people are raising or the misconceptions out there. Now, what we are simply saying, and most of the provisions here are in your Criminal Offences Act already. If you read it, we, that, that portion of the of the bill says, and it starts from one: a person who willfully commits a gross indecent act commits a misdemeanor and is liable on summary conviction to a term of imprisonment of not less than six months and not more than one year. This is in consonance with the same provisions for heterosexuals. Now it goes oh, on no, in I, to define what question? is gross indecency. It says so, it means a public show of amorous relations between or among persons of the same sex. So here we are talking about actions like intercourse, sexual intercourse, which a man and a woman having in public is a breach of our laws today in Ghana. We are just saying that the same thing that applies to heterosexual couples will apply to homosexual couples. Okay, so, so just... These so just that mm. public show of amorous relations between or among groups among persons where one or more of the persons have undergone gender or sex reassignment. So here it's talking about people who are transgender, who have undergone a reassignment. He's a man, he's reassigned his sex to be a woman, and another person who is a man or a woman and has reassigned their sex, and they're having public amorous relations, just like a heterosexual couple. It's the same law. Then they see, which has been grossly misconstrued by a lot of people on social media. I'll take my time to explain. It says intentional cross-dressing to portray that the person is of a gender, different from the gender assigned at birth, with intent to engage in an act prohibited under this act. Now, in, in criminal law, to establish guilt or culpability, you have to prove two elements, the actus rules and the mens rea. The actus rules is the act itself, the mens rea is the intent. So when you read C, and you read only the portion that deals with the actus rules, and run to a conclusion, you have not done justice to the legislation. Okay. You read the actus rules and the mens rea. We are, not, we, are, we are well aware that there are men who, for the purposes of, for example, an artistic expression, like a drama play, a man will act as a woman. The intent of acting as a woman is not one that is to engage in an act. If you read it, the last line says, with the intent to engage in an act prohibited under this act that we are passing this bill. So if you are acting as a woman, but you are a man, the intent with which you are carrying out that action is not to carry out any of the prohibited offenses here, which are gayism, lesbianism, transgender. Your intent is to educate. We have done 
detailed work here. And I hope that this will settle for you okay. the fact that it is not just the actors. We went ahead to establish what will constitute the mens rea. Okay. People must read the full bill I, I, and understand it in context. Ivy has additional questions, but quickly, um, Samda, this is just a, a quick one uh, for myself. Uh, so the public show of uh, the amorous uh, show of you know, the, the obscene, uh, it, it boils down to sex, right? But you can kiss. No, you know, even today, you can't go into public and start kissing a woman. Ah, why? It is indecent. It is gross indecency. Pay your laws, if you like. Ah, but who defined that to include Evans. kissing? Evans. You, let's, you see, we are talking law. And I'm saying to you that even for heterosexual couples, there is a certain level of intimacy that you would show publicly. People understand. I mean, a peck here or there is, 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 is not gross indecent. Ah, oh, so you are talking about French intimate kiss, like saliva to saliva. Okay, that's why we are saying that even this applies, this, this provision is not a creation of St. George. It is in your Criminal Offences Act. I lifted it straight with the team. From the criminal offences act. Okay, uh, Ivy, you, you, I, I noticed you still had uh, some few things to clarify with the when Mr. George. Yes, I'm um, Ivan. So even this conversation where we are having on page thirty, the bill prohibits it. The bill is saying that media houses who give airtime, publish, produce, market, broadcast LGBTQ um, content are also culpable. So how do we make out? What, what do we make out of this? Are we fantastic? Talk about Ivy. Ivy, may God bless you for the questions that? you are asking because these are the questions yeah. that a lot of people have misconstrued since yesterday night when this bill okay. leaked. The conversation we are having here is not one that is promoting or advocating for LGBTQ. And I'll make this very clear for you: multimedia has given us this platform to debate the issues. We are debate on the issues of homosexuality are not meant to promote it or to advocate for it. It's the same way multimedia will not grant you a platform to come and express or promote or advocate extreme religious belief. Extreme religious belief, the right to religious belief is a fundamental human right. But there are laws. We have determined that a majority of us do not believe that extreme religious views which some people hold as a right view of their religious expression as jihad, is wrong. We have criminalized it, and we call it terrorism. So multimedia will not give platform or any or airtime for anybody to come and promote the perpetration of extreme religious views, whether Christian or Muslim, leading to the annihilation of another person of a different faith, because we have deemed it to be illegal. However... Multimedia will have a conversation with a security analyst on the issues involving terrorism and how to combat terrorism. That is where the distinction is. So our conversation today is not one. The conversation we're having now is espousing on the issues of homosexuality. This conversation does not promote it. It does not advocate for the practice of it. There's a difference between the conversation or an intellectual conversation or academic in conversation on the subject and the promotion of it, all the advocacy for it, they are completely different. Okay, so I mean, does not lump them all into the same category. Ivy, does that settle? Does that address the question you have? No, it doesn't settle at all because the 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 bill is quite dense, and I mean there are lots of things that are not well explained, like the honourable is saying now. Because when you read it on the surface, you and you you look at what what provisions have been made, you can see that 
and lots of people are going to be affected. Creative arts, media, straight people, even as a part that says that you cannot have, um, if you are having uh, oral sex in quotes or anal sex, it's, I mean, the whole thing is nobody has sex in public. So LGBT people, hey, people do, do have sex in public. Yeah. So if, if uh, people are not having sex in public, what's the whole like the whole idea was the buhaha around it. But Ivy, can I just address this point Ivy has raised again? Again, not a section. You are referring to section uh, six. Some, some, section some, six, three. Some, just, just a quick, quick one. Let, let, I, let's make sure that Ivy has landed on her point. Okay, so they can okay, take it. okay. Ivy. Yeah. So I'm saying that LGBTQ people do not necessarily go out there and, and, and have sex in public. How many people are we arrested for having sex in public? The people who were arrested were people who were having just these same conversations we are having in Ho some time ago. And so if you are saying that it's about it's about we talking and understanding how the whole, the whole thing is about, and it's not about advocacy, where do we draw the lines? What's the, the distinction? How do you tell that this is advocacy and this is just having a conversation? Okay, um, Sam, you're coming shortly, but I'll introduce Abdul Karim um, right after you. Abdul, stay with me. You're, you're next. Um, Sam? Yeah, so Ivy, the way Joy FM's editorial policy is able to determine what is wholesome content relative to terrorism, relative to money laundry, relative to armed robbery, and will have those conversations within the confines that do not constitute promotion or advocacy is the same way they will treat the issues involving homosexuality and not give a platform for the promoting of this. Now, you see, the issues are clear, except you choose not to see the clarity. But the point here is, training in the implementation of this law is going to happen for law enforcement. And so, at the end of the day, the law enforcement is not just going to wake up and go and say we've arrested somebody because we've heard that the person is having a conversation on radio about the ills or about the issues involving homosexuality. Even if that arrest is done, it doesn't mean you have been thrown in jail. There is a process that goes where they have to establish the case that you are making. But one more misconception that has been widely put out there today is Section 6.3 of the, of, the, of the bill. That you refer to where you say oral sex is criminalized. Again, that is wrong. Let me read Section 6.3 for you. And I keep but, saying... But, but, I, but, isn't, but isn't that unnatural canon knowledge, which I see in this bill? Sorry? I mean, the oral sex. Isn't that unnatural canon knowledge? Because I see that in this bill. Wait, I'm going to explain to you. They are making reference to 6.3. 6.3 says, for the purposes of this section, meaning not the entire bill, for the purposes of section 6 of the bill, mm -hmm. sexual intercourse occurs where, A, a person penetrates the, forgive me, the no, anus or mouth yes. of another person with the penis of that person or other contraption. This is what they are referring to as, 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 as BJ being illegal. But what they fail to do is to go back and read what sexual in the, the context in which sexual intercourse was used in this section. Sexual intercourse is used in section six only in section six one a. It says a person commits an offence if the person a engages in a sexual intercourse between or among persons of the same sex. So when um, a people of the same sex engage in oral sex, when a man penetrates another man with his penis or another contraption. And it doesn't even end there. When you read 6.3, after it does the ABC, it goes on to add for sexual gratification. It is a law. It's legislation. But, but, Respectfully, it is not a novel. But, but it's George, not a storybook. Can I, can I read? George, can so I? it speaks to specific portions. So if a gay man gives oral sex 
or penetrates the, 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 the rectal area of another man. That is an offense. No, but, but Sam John, can I read from this same bill? I think page five. And it says the Supreme Court in uh, Banasin versus the Republic, and it quotes. So you are the reading from the memo to the bill. Yes, yes. There's something very interesting about a case that was decided. Uh, it says has clarified that what may amount to carnal knowledge in its determination that quote it is the female sex organs called the vulva and the vagina that are normally penetrated into into during sexual act which can qualify to be carnal knowledge under sections 98 99 of act 29 end of quote this is a supreme court so and it defines which organs are penetrated during sex as vulva and the vagina so if you do so with the math as this bill then it sort of seeks to highlight to make your point isn't that one of those that this bill will emphasize as criminal so so even again you are falling foul of reading a portion of the law and not the whole law. No, i'm just quoting from what you what, what you i saw in your bill the law is not the bill is not seeking to criminalize the penetration of another organ by a penis or a contraption. It is seeking to criminalize the penetration of that organ by persons of the same sex for sexual gratification. That is how to read the legislation. Now, if you read the memo that we did, that memo on page 5, where we reference the state versus Banosin, or Banosin versus the Republic, where the the Supreme Court distinguished what is natural natural or, or canal knowledge. In fact, it, it just refers to it as canal knowledge. It doesn't define it as natural canal knowledge. It just refers to it as canal knowledge in that ruling. It makes it difficult today for the prosecution of lesbianism. Because in the case of lesbianism, you do not have the penetration of the vagina or the or, or the, the, the anus by a penis. And that is why today it is difficult for the police to prosecute uh, 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 lesbianism, and those are the things that mm. this bill is seeking okay. to fix. Uh, let, let me and bring so it. Those who mm. say, this, and listen, you see, there is a difference between homosexual sex and kinky sex. Mm. Yeah, All I mean, of that has been defined. Okay, great. You understand? Please, and so please, there's a strict please. definition. Okay, and if you, if you look at this bill, P- please tell me, Sam. Sam, for, Sam, Sam forgive bill. me. There's it's Abdul, Abdul, who's been on for a while. I want to bring him. In. Abdul, where, where do you stand yeah. on this? Well, Evans, uh, thank you very much for the opportunity. I think first and foremost, what I need to state is that allow me to be as very colorful as possible because if this bill passes, this may be the last time I get the opportunity to speak in the way I want to speak on this because I could end up in prison after that. And so for me, I think that this bill is completely outrageous. This whole debate that we've been having on this show for the past about 30 minutes is completely ridiculous also to me. Because it simply has not even remotely attempted to understand or critically interrogate the basis upon which this bill is necessary in the first place. We have heard nothing of comparable sophistication to the kind of arguments that we have seen from academics and all of that as to why exactly we need to present something like this. Oftentimes what you hear is that, well, this is an African uh, you'd hear that this is unscientific among very many other very uh, ridiculous things. We haven't heard any of those. What we are getting here and the analysis that we are getting here is a textual debate as to where what was said and what that means and all of that. Because the foundation, Evans, is the most important thing that we need to really 
address if we are going to move forward. And so, as it stands now, what exactly is it that is warranting this? When the question or the matter is raised that there's something so-called proper um, uh, sexuality, what exactly does that mean? Because that in itself is as subjective as one could, could ever imagine. So if oftentimes the very basis of this is that people are religious and they are on their, some moral crusade or that this is an African and all of that, quite clearly that exposes their ignorance and lack of appreciation of the anthropology of sex in this country. I'm a student of African studies. I study these things for fun. And I know for, for sure that there is absolutely no basis, except, of course, the very uh, I mean, interventionist, hawkish attitude of evangelicals, Christians, and sometimes even Muslims and all of that. And it's, it's very intriguing to also note that we are a people who have borrowed literally everything. The, the parliament that Mr. St. George sits and, and talks about things and all of that, the democracy that we are practicing today, the suit that you advancements you are wearing, the religion that I subscribe to, yes, just two days ago, everybody was running around this country looking for meat from Muslims and all of that. We've borrowed literally everything. But the very other things that have some cultural roots in our part of the world were somehow buying into this uh, colonial mentality and running our amok, making ourselves into some homemade neo-colonialist and seeking to support this at all costs. I would want an argument, and that for me is the failure of the discussion that we have all been having so far. I want an argument that in principle would establish why objectively we need to proceed with this bill as a test. We can discuss the, the details and the, and the semantics of all of those other things, but I'm not sure that tomorrow if someone presented a bill to Parliament that, well, Evans Mensah should not be speaking on radio again, the question or the most important thing that we'll do on that bill is to ask whether or not they say Evans should not speak on Joy FM or that he can leave Granite Shores and go and speak on BBC or that he can leave English speaking and go and speak on Chief speaking radio station. That is not it. That is as frivolous as a guest. Let us interrogate these issues. And if you take them one after the other, from science, from history, from religion, from morality, none of them would have any leg to stand on. And that is what they are running away from and getting into all of these very unnecessary, in my opinion, uh, issues in respect of what exactly is in the bill. Did, did you say religion too, if you take it, you, which religions uh, encourages uh, homosexual and lesbian, lesbianism? Well, the point I'm making here in respect of religion is that we live and have a constitution in this country, and it is one of a secular nature. And at any point in time when someone wants to, I mean, put their own religious inclinations or views on other people, we know what exactly the constitution says in that regard. And then again, if we are even going to accept, Evans, that, well, um, uh, this God that we seem to, to have here, other people, by virtue of the plurality of religions, can express themselves. What about the various expressions and manifestations of non-heterosexuality in different cultures? Within that particular context, would you say that if I today proclaim that I am, say, a, an Azandi or I am atheist, would I be permitted within the scope of this country and under our constitution to practice homosexuality if I so believe in that? So anything that anybody would say, at best, if you believe in religion, your Christianity, I am a Muslim and all of that, keep that to yourself. Don't take it out there and expect that other people who, whether or not they subscribe to your religion, should adhere to some of those things. I mean, if you really fear God, 
and God has said anything truly about homosexuality and whatever comes with it, why not just keep quiet and wait till when you go to heaven? I mean, if I go to hell, how is that your problem anyways? So quite clearly, there's absolutely evidence, nothing. And I would really hope that that's the, the, the bone of contention in this conversation that we are having. Let us ask ourselves and ask them also, what exactly is the grounds upon which this definition... Let, let, me, let me give you one ground. Let me give you one ground, and I'll bring in some. One, let me give you one ground in the, in, in the preamble to the bill itself. And it goes to the Constitution, our Constitution, and which is the ultimate legal document. If it says something, you have to abide by it. This is what the Constitution says uh, in the in the, the principal state policy, uh, Clause 1 and 2 of the Article 20, uh, 39. Subject to the clause 2 of this article, the state shall take steps to encourage the integration of appropriate customary values into the fabric of national life through formal and informal education and a conscious introduction of cultural dimensions to relevant aspects of national planning. Two, the state shall ensure that appropriate customary and cultural values, customary appropriate, customary and cultural values are adapted and developed as an integral part of the growing needs of the society as a whole. I mean, it is... It is it is beyond debate and doubt that our culture, none of the mm-hmm. cultures that we are ascribed to, um, promote or entertains gay and lesbian rights. And if that's so, then we have to apply the constitutional provision accordingly and, and make sure that gay and lesbian rights, which is an affront to our cultural values, uh, do not get integrated. Let Abdul Karim answer that and I'll bring you some yeah. joy. Yeah, there's, there's a premise that we do not oftentimes critically look at. So we presume that what we have currently is what it is because that is what we are told. And that is the invitation that I'm bringing to the likes of Mr. Sam George and the many others who support his cause. That let us interrogate and ask ourselves really if that premise that whatever we have today as so Ghanaian values uh, anything really deeply rooted in any history whatsoever. So what does the, answer that question for me. Answer that question. So you, you, I almost hear you contending that it is not true that our culture and values uh, abhors homosexual and gay rights, uh, gay, 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 gayism. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there, are, there are different expressions other than what we know to be normal and heterosexual that exist within various contexts and cultures. What you do not see in all of those instances is that there are no laws within those our, our respective traditional uh, societies and ethnic groups that outlaw these practices that we would rather con- uh, consider as unconventional and inappropriate, as we are seeing currently. But Evans, very quickly, if you look at how this bill seeks to address that and the premise that you have also given and all of that, the challenge is that at every point in our society, very civilized society, what we have always seen is that people make a case. It's a competition of ideas. So if there's a, the Constitution of Ghana, for instance, categorically states today that Act A or B is prohibited. And then there's reason for someone based on some investigation to debunk the premises upon which that law was formulated in the first place to make an advocacy and say, based on A, B, C, D, I think that this must go. We need to amend this law. We need to take it away and all of that. We must listen. We must not... No, but, but, you, but you, I don't think yeah. you've answered the question about fundamentally, do our cultural values, norms, and customs as the Constitution has articulated encourage gay and lesbian lesbianism? This is a simple yes, yes or that. Do they? The, the, the answer is that is not true. 
But I think absolutely not true. I, I think that's our culture. Our so, for instance, so for instance, let me let me tell you about um, specific groups and what they do. If you would find several uh, cultures here in Ghana and even across the continent where cross dressing, cross dressing has always historically existed. So, so give me one one of them. I mean, you you say you, you study Africa. Give me in Ghana, which yeah. culture? So among, I'm among talking the, about specific. The, we are talking about specific act, not the dressing. We are talking about gay and lesbian. Yeah, but but you see, yeah, but you see, there's also there's also um, transgender, there's also intersex, there's also different manifestations, and that's why the perversion and the uh, interest only in sex misses the no, point. No, no, but 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 here's but the thing. But, but the bill, but the bill we are discussing only criminalizes yes. the act, the, the 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 sexual, the sexuality. Is is it? And and everything else that relates to that, not not clothing. Well, if if I wear a female clothing, the bill doesn't got anything to do with me. Well, if, if I wear a female clothing, if you wear a female clothing as a man who feels that you identify as a woman or you want to express yourself in, in that manner, the bill criminalizes that. But I was telling you about the about the casinos and and what they call the the gatekeepers, right? There were people who of different sexes who behaved and dressed in certain manners that made them um, um, be recognized in the society ordinarily as being of the opposite ends. These are things that exist among the Azandes. We we know of how this has been properly so documented and all of that. So quite clearly, there isn't anything. And for me, we need to really depart from this colonial. Um, a regurgitation that will continue to do because that quite clearly is not going to send us anywhere else. Uh, Ivy, quickly, and I'll bring you some. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I, I heard you ask um, Abdul what our cultural values and stuff like that are. So I'm, I'm also wondering what we mean by cultural values. What are our cultural values as Ghanaians? Is it adultery? Is it um, having side chicks when you are married? Is it like all the other things that we do that we couch as cultural values. So I agree with Abdul on the on the larger sense of whatever argument he's putting across. What are we really fighting? Uh, talking about having sites, our, our culture it celebrates it. That has nothing to, it doesn't abhor uh, polygamy, does so it? My argument is always that. But it's cultural Ghana, value. I mean, well, polygamy a, is okay. It's not a religious, a religious country. It's a, a country that's governed by a constitution. And so if we come to this debate saying that religion, cultural values, what have been what has been our cultural values? We've always lived with people like this. We've when we were growing up, we knew we knew people who were cross dressing, who were behaving like another gender, even though they they are they look like another gender. And we we, we schooled with them. We saw them, we call them Kojobisia. They are they've always existed with um, with us in our society. So what is the big deal now? What are we criminalizing? Are we criminalizing the very nature that they have are we lumping all of them in one basket and saying that all these people are in contravention to what we are supposed to be doing as a as a country and this is our cultural values? Who is defining that cultural values? That's uh, the question. Mr. George. Thank you very much. I've listened to Abdul and you could clearly see his difficulty in answering your simple question. One traditional area in this country that supports or or, or endorses homosexuality does not exist. He cannot show you any. And this so-called liberation of the mind, that is premised on forgetting what your culture and traditions are, is a lost cause. And people who lose their culture are a lost people. Our cultures 
and our traditions do not support homosexuality. That is why you asked him three straight times. He couldn't give you one traditional area that support in this country that supports this bill. The last I, I had I held four town hall meetings. That's not in my constituency. Regional town hall meetings, one in Greater Accra, one in Central Region, one in Eastern Region, and one in Ashanti Region. The one in Ashanti Region was hosted by the National House of Chiefs of Ghana. They are recognized by our constitution as the custodians of our culture and tradition. Ivy says we are governed by the constitution. You read to her the constitution. We can't pick and choose the constitution. The constitution says that our, the state has a mandate to ensure the imbibing of our cultural and traditional values. She doesn't want to listen to that bit. Our traditional and cultural values say that they abhor homosexuality. So that is what we are banning. That is not a religious thing. It is your culture. It is your tradition. And I'm challenging anybody who is a proponent for the other side to show me one, one culture in this country, one traditional area in this country that has an institutionalized means of supporting homosexuality. Cross-dressing, again, let me repeat, has not been criminalized in the bill. It is cross-dressing with the intent to carry out a prohibited act that is criminalized. And a prohibited act is lesbianism or gayism. So if you're goofing around and you pick a woman's dress as a man and wear, the bill does not criminalize you. They should stop raising the, 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 the false alarm. Again, let us make the point that homosexuality is a sexual preference and not a human right. Now, even with human rights in our 1992 Constitution, there are no absolute human rights in the 1992 Constitution. There are provisos for the curtailment of your human rights. The human rights you enjoy as a citizen that have been given to you from Section Article 34 to 39, the Directive Principles of State Policy, in the 1992 Constitution, have a proviso that you can enjoy those rights so long as they do not infringe on public safety, public health, and public morals. Read your constitution, please. These are the three bases. It is on the basis of that that you have a fundamental right to free movement as a citizen of this country. However, when COVID struck, and your movement would have posed a fundamental challenge to public health, Parliament passed the imposition of restrictions bills that give the president the power to say, stay in your house for three, three weeks, except you are given a leave to, to step out. Your fundamental rights were curtailed because at the end of the day, they posed a threat to public health. Homosexuality today is a, major, is a major driver of HIV prevalence in our country. The largest group of persons, and this is statistics from the Ghana AIDS Commission, the largest group of persons in this country who are transmitting and, and HIV, HIV and are HIV positive are MSMs, men having sex with men. And it has become known that some of these men also have female partners who also have other partners. And so they are moving the prevalence of HIV from that demographic of men having sex with men into the heterosexual demographic. This is posing a public health risk. Again, the public moral proviso means that we can curtail whatever freedoms you think you have, so long as they are in the public interest. The constitution is clear. You cannot pick and choose. And like I've said, all the conversation has gone on here this evening. The issues that Ivy raised, very legitimate issues, but those issues are founded on misconceptions that don't exist in the bill. I have clarified those issues for any discerning mind to understand that the thinking that um, oral sex, for example, has been criminalized and falling flat, it is not, that is not what the bill says. It is nowhere in the bill. The, bill, the, the thinking that or the position that the bill is criminalizing 
speech again has fallen flat the provision or the, the assumption that this bill is criminalizing academic freedoms and creative expression again falling flat because there is nobody who in a creative piece is acting as a woman who is a man or acting as a man who is a woman is doing that for sexual gratification Mm. Read the bill, I plead with you. Well, I'm so glad that the people we've had this conversation with are middle-class people who seem to have some good level of education. They should apply themselves to the bill. Apply themselves to the memo accompanying the bill. Apply themselves as well to the constitution of Ghana. And they'll realize that all the arguments and fears they are entertaining, in the words of my very good friend, the Minister for Communication, would amount to be fanciful fears. Uh, Sam George, you are training at number two. Um, you're pro- 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 very, very popular man. Sorry? You are training at number two. You are a very popular man. Well, trending is not my purpose. My purpose is the protection of the constitution and the promotion of fundam- of proper human rights or sexual rights mm. and Ghanaian family values. I- I'm, so gra- my I'm grateful that you connected. Uh, Abdul, so should parliament pass or not? Parliament should just keep everything out there and, and throw it out in the bin because that's what it deserves. Uh, Ivy? I totally agree with Abdul. Throw the whole thing into the bin. The bin. This shouldn't be passed at all. It doesn't help anybody. Thank you, uh, gentlemen and lady, and all of you who were connected on social media. And uh, let's 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 talk about um, what people are saying uh, on, on social media on this. But you know, I find something very interesting. Um, this is the only time that Sam George has managed to unite the both political parties exactly. in, 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 in his in his defense and, 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 and supporting him. Because I find uh, Nana Ansar before, who would normally go hard at him, he said something on Twitter. Well, on Sam George's own, own Twitter, uh, you know, link. He says, Sam George, this one, I dare your back. And then he goes on, of course, to lay out why he, he, he dare Sam George's back. What, what are other people saying? A lot more people dare Sam George back and this one says um some george is making facts uh, clear and the other guy is just insulting he the floor ambassador so i said some george is very very smart he makes it clear on oral sex he the floor the other guy hey debate nyame and this one says i like some <laughs> george's words the distinctions are clear except you choose not to accept the clarity the explanations given so far shows that most of the things are already criminalized in our laws well somebody does not agree and he says that um, Tali, Sam George is on the radio and ho- all he can say is culture and His only defense <laughs> is that the Chiefs don't like gay people. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but you know that there are others who are already threatening that it will cause him to lose his next election. <laughs> so there's uh, this one, um, slightly used virgin, SUV. Uh, it says, pseudo-LGBTQ people in Ghana and their partners outside say they will sponsor a candidate to unseat Sam George in the next election. See, we, the people of Ningo Pram Pram, are happy and proud our MP is leading this charge to criminalize LGBTQ in Ghana. If you sponsor anyone, Lawu. <laughs> and this one is from Etonam and um, says that Sam George is doing the Lord's work on Joy FM at Joy997FM hashtag Ghana connecting. So a roundup of the thoughts that are being poured through on social media. Well, listen, the debate has just started now that we've seen the contents of the bill. Uh, let's have it because Parliament is going to consult. Uh, so if this bill is going to be passed, it's passed in the improved version. What are your thoughts, comments and input? all captured and considered. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.